You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to The Rosencast. Here is your host, Zach Rosenquist. What up, Rosencast listeners? It is good to be back, coming to you from the Rosen One Studios, working on a lot of new content and improving some things in the studio right now. I'm sure you guys heard the little chair creaking, but I've got some other chairs coming. Gonna get a little bit more comfy up in here. Anyways, give you a couple updates. Just recently, this week, I have been invited to be a guest on three different shows. So it's a pretty cool milestone. Gonna do one for sure. One I'm working on dates, and another one kind of skeptical on. I don't know if it's uh, worth, maybe not worth the time, but maybe. Uh, Maybe not up my alley, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. But if you're new to the show, thank you so much for joining me. On this show, I like to talk about and to people about things that they are doing to improve their life or that are doing something awesome. Fighters, athletes, entrepreneurs, people that don't hate money and don't want to be a normal human anymore and just are doing something great. And I want to learn from them. I want to pick their brain, ask them some questions, figure out how they got where they are, and just hear their story, become their friend, learn about their adversities, and just kind of what makes them tick, what kind of things do they do to keep them going, and how they just, you know, how they've gotten to where they're at. And I record the conversation, and then I share it with you guys. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much. I cannot wait to see what happens with your support. You guys are crushing it. If you're a member of the private Facebook group, I just registered as a captain for the Evergreen race at the Evergreen race speedway. And uh, it's a terrain race, 15 kilometers. If you're a member of the private Facebook group, Go sign up. It's free registration right now. You get a t-shirt, get a medal, join the Rosen Tribe team. Check it out. It's going to be fun. Anyways, guest this week, my friend Faraz Siddiqui. He is the owner and operator of UpperHandFantasy.com, the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And I'm a huge 
fantasy football fan. I have been for many years. I'm not terrible at it. I'm the reigning champion of the Gridiron Gurus Fantasy Football League. It is 10-team keeper league. Pretty tough, pretty competitive, but it's fun. I really enjoy fantasy football. I love watching sports, and I'm not as big of a you know color person where it's like red versus blue, yellow versus green, whatever. I do have a favorite team, and mostly I just enjoy just watching the game. And, I, and fantasy football has made that super enjoyable because every game there's somebody on your team or on your opponent's team or at a critical matchup in your league. And it's just it's cool to be able to watch the game on a different level, and fantasy football has been awesome. So upper hand fantasy has been a huge help with me, and he's always on time. He's always consistent. He's always delivering news and he's he like talks to you like you're you're his friend or something. And that's that's something that I love about it. So I reached out to him, asked him if he wanted to be a guest on the show. We had talked before in the past about fantasy football. And he said yes. So without keeping you waiting any longer, here is that episode. All right. On this week's episode, I have upper hand fantasy here, Faraz Sadiqi, and he has been super helpful with all kinds of fantasy advice and just consistency every single day, posting all kinds of awesome stuff. And we're going to have an awesome conversation today. So thank you so much for joining me. For sure, man. appreciate you having me. Yeah. So, man, I just like, I have, I have a lot of questions I want to ask you about this. I'm a huge football fan and I'm a big fantasy football fan, reigning gridiron gurus champion. (laughs) Nice, nice. And it's thanks to you, man. Uh, you're a big part of that, and I appreciate it. So what what made you decide you wanted to start the Upper Hand Fantasy? Well, I know I knew I wanted to start something. You know, it, it's I've always had, like, kind of an itch to just, you know, kind of have my own thing, right? I mean, I've – and this is kind of going back, but, you know, basically uh, I had a real job, or I do have a real job, and nine to five grind sort of thing that most people have. Uh, and it's really about trying to get out of that, honestly. Um, work for myself eventually. And it was, the fantasy thing was really a matter of what do I know? What am I good at? And, you know, kind of just saw the opportunity with how, you know, the change in media. Um, and I just thought that I could bring a ton of value and create an audience. And eventually with that audience, you know, what am I, what am I going to do with that audience eventually? Uh, something, right? But it's really about what I'm, I was passionate about at the time. Uh, it really could have been anything. And it just happened to be fantasy football. And uh, I just thought that I could provide content uh, in a way, like you said, consistently in a way where I could provide more value to people in a way that I think I understand the game. Um, and I just thought that, I wanted to be real too. Like I, I, I kind of pride myself in just spitting out the real, Hey, can I curse on this by the way? Yeah, go for it. I can. Okay, cool. No, I just wanted to make sure before I start like dropping F bombs and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, um, that's really what it is, man. Like I just, it was going to be something. Um, and I knew, just knew that, uh, putting out content, you know, as in as many places as I can would kind of be a way to build an audience and build a brand. Um, that's really, really what I'm going for. 
Yeah, it's, um, does that make sense? It's, yeah, dude, I love it. And and yeah. when you're talking about being real with everybody, that's some. I don't like that uh, scripted banter that you see on like uh, the ESPN or um, yeah, you know, where it's like somebody else wrote it and there's just a guy talking about it. Like it's you. The, the <laughs> right. fa- my favorite part about what you do is you're it's you sitting in a chair with the phone in your face talking about some piece of news, and it's like there's a connection to the human aspect of what you're doing to like the love for what I enjoy, which is fantasy football. So it's like the, the big, the most, the cool, all right, sorry, let me back up. I'm getting ahead of myself. So the most interesting thing for me is that every time something happened, cause you know how it is in fantasy football and in sports, there's news every single day. And every, like, I'm such a big fan of, of, football and fighting and i just can't get enough of this stuff that it's just every time there was a piece of fantasy news the first thing i thought was like let me go check out upper hand fantasy because it's like it's not i'm not just talking or i'm not looking at it like what's this text say it's like right i'm going to upper hand fantasy because i'm i feel like i'm talking to one of my friends because i'm right, like right right okay what like today like what just happened with aaron jones and it's like oh for us has you have like three 30 second clips talking about it. And it's like, I just had a conversation with a buddy. Right. Right. And that's how I kind of look at it too. I kind of like talk to the camera. Like I'm talking to like my friend or kind of like I'm talking in the mirror. If I wanted someone to talk to me, (laughs) you know what I mean? Just talking like a normal dude is kind of like how I approach it. And I just, I just don't know any other way. You know what I mean? I just don't know any other way. I mean, and if I were to talk, like any other way that wasn't me, I just, I, I just, I don't think I would be able to put out content the way I do, or I would want to put out content in any other way. Yeah. Creating content is a very interesting thing. And I just recently did an episode with a guy about the power of content creation and the influence of social media marketing. And like, and, and, uh, the thing that I think that's interesting about your stuff and the, I, I'm sure there's some strategy behind it, but you always end all your videos with a question. And is that to draw out engagement? It, it is. It is to draw engagement. I, I think, you know, it's funny, man. Like I just, so that specific thing is just something that I know that Instagram has that feature. Um, I mm-hmm. know that whatever I'm talking about, everybody has an opinion on it. Um, and it could easily be put into a yes or no question or a black and white type of question. Um, and I just, I want to, I want people to kind of know that I'm interested in their opinion too. Um, I also want to know that, Hey, like I'm not the end all be all advice, right? I'm not the, I'm not giving you the answer. Like everybody has an opinion and I'm interested in what your opinion. I'm li- I'm like legitimately interested in what people say. So like, I'm legitimately interested in me going into my Instagram and like figuring out, Hey, like what did people say about that poll? Okay. So I'm going in it right now and let's see. So what did I ask? I said, do you think Aaron Jones ADP uh, of the third round in PPR drafts is still appropriate? And 70% of people said no. And 30% of people said yes. And honestly, I probably would have thought it'd be closer to 50-50. So there you go. So I, I'm learning a little bit about my audience. Um, I'm also interested in knowing if, you know, what I said in the previous three stories influenced that at all. Um, you know, it's kind of like, it's just, you know, talking to my audience and them kind of talking back to me in some way. Uh, in a simple click. Uh, but it's really, it's, you could say it's some sort of strategy, but it's also me kind of just testing things out. You know what I mean? Testing things out, testing, testing yeah. features out on Instagram, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, that's a big thing about Instagram. Is it, a lot of it is like just you know, I wonder if this works. And <laughs> yeah, I wonder, it's really the wild, wild I, west. I you know, like is, they're just I putting out features all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you just you're putting out the feelers, seeing what what bites and what people enjoy. Because there's yeah. um, you, your content is is interesting because there's like um, you know, you have like I'd say just from and I don't know everything, but I'd say that you have like four major pieces of content. So you have your podcast, you have um, your your little media photos that have like a quick thing on them. And then you break it down a little bit more in the description. Then you have the story videos and then you have your articles. So you're kind of touching on like four major parts of content. And like the deeper people want to go, they can like they can. If they like your opinion on the story, they can go read your post and hear you talk about David Johnson. And if they like that, then they can go read the article about David Johnson. And if they like that, then they can go listen to the show. So you've built all these different layers of engagement. And I and that's important. I think that's really cool. And I just actually found today, um, I was, I've only ever followed you on Instagram because you're so fast on Instagram that it's just, I haven't needed anything else. <laughs> well, I, um, I'm glad, you know, I, my whole thing is like, I don't want to create any friction for anybody. So if people are, are consuming my stuff on Instagram, like, I don't want you to leave Instagram. Like, sure. I, I want you to go to my website, but for what? I don't have any ads up there. I don't care where you consume it. It's just about if you want to consume it on Instagram, I'm just trying to make it easiest so that you don't have to leave it <laughs> because I don't yeah. think people like friction that much. People don't want to kind of like leave the app and all that. They just want to keep looking at what's in their feed and just kind of keep scrolling through. I think. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm busy spending, you know, an hour scrolling through my Instagram feed and then yeah. I get an NFL <laughs> notification that, you know, Josh Gordon just got suspended. And then I hit the home button, scroll up to the top. And then there's your IG story highlighted at the beginning. And it's like, Oh, he's already talking about it. Let me, I'll just <laughs> click on it. I'll right. click on it. And, and then you're like, damn, Josh Gordon just got suspended again. What a knucklehead. It's funny, man. It's um, as the season, just specifically this season, I only found you in the 2018 season. And, uh, I found myself uh, more often than not, whenever I saw news, instead of going to like, you know, fantasy pros or NFL fantasy or ESPN fantasy and looking for those, like those top guys, like Brandon Funkston or right, I, I was right, like, right. I wonder what upper hands got. And it's, it feels more personal. And I like that. Yeah. It's a, uh, I think I we're mean, in the digital age of content where it's like, people aren't interested in a built, like a structured personality. They want like right. who you actually are. And, and I think that's part of the advantage of like where we're at in content, right? There's no middleman. It's just me. And I think like, it's just based on merit, you know, and if people like what they see, they can just consume that without any, cause I can just pick up my phone and go straight to camera. You know, I can just yep. pick up the phone and start talking and people can listen, which is amazing. Right. I don't have to like, put on makeup. I don't have to like get these big cameras, have a cameraman, any of that. Right. I don't. And, and by the way, like, like you saying that is, uh, is super humbling. You know what I mean? Like just anybody, anybody who says that or anybody who like consumes my content, just watches my stories and, you know, kind of goes through all of them and doesn't skip through and whatever. Like it, it's, it's crazy to me that I just started this and 
people prefer me, you know, over like all these other established entities in, in the, in, in that industry. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Yeah, it is really being a content creator is an, uh, an interesting thing. And it is very humbling. I get, you know, my podcast is kind of centered around um, trying to have a discussion with somebody that is doing something that normal people aren't willing to do, like they're taking the extra initiative to build their brand or they build a business or they're a fighter or they're an athlete, like they're doing something incredible. And I'm just trying to have a conversation with them and pull out things in the conversation that I think I can learn from and that, and then hopefully the, you know, the listeners can learn from that also. And, and I think, you know, there, as much as everybody's kind of buried in their phones nowadays, everybody's kind of wanting that human connection. So those raw, more organic, you know, oh my gosh, look at that piece of news. Let me grab my phone and selfie mm-hmm. cam me talking for 30 seconds about it. It's like I'm going to talk to my friend. And that's how I feel when 100%. I'm... 100%. And I enjoy it. Man. It's, it's, uh, it's nice. Yeah, no, I, uh, 100%. I totally agree with you. Um, I feel... I feel great. Like when I, so, you know, it's funny. Um, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago with some piece of news came out and I didn't talk to the camera for like a month because nothing was really, you know, pertinent. Nothing was so important. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like a lull period where nothing happens. Um, and now, you know, obviously the combine is this week. So all the coaches, GMs are in one spot. So, you know, there's a lot of sound, sound bites and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, I get excited. I'm like, Oh, cool. Like I get to talk to my community. I get to talk to the, people i know people are listening i know people are gonna respond to the stories and dm me and ask me more questions or you know give me their opinion and we can have a little conversation you know in the dms which is another part of it that you know people don't see but i'm i'm deep in my dms you know where where i kind i try to respond to everybody Um, yeah you know i i i'm even trying to respond i'm even going back uh into the season like i'm scrolling all the way down uh, into my unread DMs from the season, from the people that I couldn't get to because of all the DMs I get during the season, just kind of saying like, hey, like, sorry, I couldn't get to you, but what's up? Like, how'd your season go and stuff like that? I just want to make that personal connection because I feel like that's what it's about. And I think what I think you're right. Like, everybody's scrolling through, everyone's in their phone, but what are they looking for? They're looking for that human connection. You know, they're looking for um, something to laugh at, you know, but th- whatever they're laughing at is probably another human being doing something. Um, you know, they want to relate. Um, so they relate to through humor, you know, they relate through some sort of entertainment, um, some sort of utility. Um, but it's usually humans delivering that. So I think that I, I agree with you. That's what people are looking for. And that's consuming it. And I'm talking about actually putting it out. When I'm putting it out, I do feel like I'm talking to somebody. I do feel like I'm talking to a community because me having all these relationships with all these people uh, through my DMs like on a one-on-one basis, it's like I know them. Like when they respond, like comment on a, on a photo or, or when they DM me, like I recognize them. I, like, I kind of remember stuff about them and stuff, you know, and it, it's it's weird, right? It's like uh, yeah. we're living in this crazy time uh, where, uh, you know, we, I, we have these relationships with these people all over the world. Like I'm talking to you right now, you know, you're literally <laughs> across the country. You know, we're um, thousands of miles apart. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a crazy time. So, and I'm just trying to, I, I, I enjoy it. You know, I'm taking, I'm taking full advantage. Yeah. I, I dig it, man. I think you're onto something and it's growing for you. I, I wanted to know how, how long have you been doing this? Uh, this was my, so this past season was my second season doing it. 
Oh my gosh. And it's already this big. It's not that big, man. It's that, really dude, not. It is big, man. Like it's, I'm at, all right. When you post that story, I know that you can see the, in, the insights of it. Yeah. How, how many, it's like four, it's gotta be in the 1400s, between yeah. 400 and 1400s per story view, right? Yeah. So right now I posted, um, the Aaron Jones story, the first story I posted six hours ago, it's at 1,600 views. Imagine um, talking to a room of 1,600 people. Oh, 100%. No, no, no. Trust me. I am not downplaying like how many people. Like Each of those people to watch it and then keep watching the rest of the stories, it's amazing. Like I'm not downplaying that at all. But I'm just when I compare it to who I, you know, what it can be or like how big I am compared to anybody, I'm really a nobody at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Um, well, you're somebody. You're somebody to a lot of people. I, I wouldn't. I, I, I think it's all. It's a relative, you know. Like, yeah, ESPN has millions yes. of followers, and that's cool. But it's been structured and branded that way for a really long time, and yes. they've been around for thirty years, forty years, sure. whatever it is. And you've been around for two seasons. And right. imagine talking to it like, imagine talking to a room of sixteen hundred people about fantasy football. Oh, like what, I mean, like if you had a conference about fantasy football. And you had 1,600 people. Like, that's nuts. Like, that is incredible. It is. Like, I'm thrilled that one person, I'm thrilled that, like, you, <laughs> just one person, you know, is, is viewing, is listening and looking forward to listen. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. And honestly, I, I, and the re- part of the reason why I say that is because my follower count, for example, on Instagram, it could be bigger. You know what I mean? It could be bigger. But the way I really look at it is, it's for me, I'm trying to get in deep. I'm only trying to provide value. Um, it, I never really cared about my follower account. It's really about trying to get like this deep community, right? Like if I lose followers, I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Like the community just got tighter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it got tight. Like that's what I care about. Like I, yeah. I want a tight community. I want people who who care about the brand, people who appreciate the content, like the content, um, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Um, there are ways to get followers, you know, I mean, even organically, there are ways to get followers. So, you know, you kind of like put out specific types of content, that sort of thing. But for me, it's just about like, how do I deliver my value and message in like the most straightforward way possible? (laughs) It's kind of how I look at it. No, I'm totally, I get it. Have you ever read the book, a thousand true fans? I, is it a book or was it a blog post? I think I think there's I, both. Yeah, I read the blog post. Okay, definitely. Yeah, so it's like uh, if you have a thousand true fans, like that. That's it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't that's need to get it. bigger than that. Like, yeah, that. no, exactly, exactly. And that's and that's where it comes into. That's why I go into my DMs and have these one-on-one conversations and respond to everybody. And that's that's the reason. It's because you know I'm just trying to get in deep and have a real relationship with as many people as I can. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun, man. I, I have for for this show, I have a private Facebook group. Yeah, and I invite oh, people cool. to I invite people to join it, and I just have it's just you know it's for like the hardcore fans, you know, the people that are all about the show and they listen every week and they want to get to know me more and they want to just have a conversation with other fans of the show. And I, I'm not trying to promote the the group right now. I'm just you know I'm just chatting about it. Yeah, and uh, sure. The group is um it 
it's pretty awesome because it's like I'll share something and then a bunch of people will comment on it and share things that they're working on. And it's kind of just a place where like people like bounce ideas off of each other. And it's, um, you know, if somebody's having, they got some shit going on and they want to share it and it's like, Hey, all right. Yeah. Or it's like, I had a guy in the other, the other day, he's like, Hey, I'm looking for logo design. What kind of places have you guys used? And then I, like, I have this community now that is helping support each other. And it That's started amazing. as like, it started as, um, I was just trying to get my friends in there and then, um, have conversations with them and try to help it grow. But now it's like, there's actual fans of the show joining it and then <laughs> they get to meet me on like a different level, like a more, like as a podcast host and you have a podcast, you understand that there's people listening to you that you've never seen before. Like they're, yeah, they don't like your posts. They don't follow you on social media, but they listen to your show every single week. And those people exist and they're fans of you. And this is a place for those people to go and they can learn more. And it's, it's, I'm trying to build a community just like you. And I think your community is like, you are snappy on those DMS and it's impressive because of the, the volume that you get on engagement is I run my works Instagram and it's about 17,000 followers. And that is hard to keep up with sometimes. And then I look at yours and your your engagement is like for the amount of followers that you have. It's pretty high. Like you're, yeah. you have like 70, 80, 90 comments on a post. And then I can't even imagine how many DMs you get. And you're always like firing back right away. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, um I think that's kind of like a testament to, the community, right? Like you said, uh, people are willing to talk. People are willing to, you know, engage, which is, which is what I want, you know, and I want people engaged and I want, uh, you know, people to not be afraid to, you know, to leave their two cents, which I, I, I love that. Um, it, it just creates more, more talk, more banner. Like that's, that's what sports is about, right? Like we want to have these type of debates and, and these conversations. And what I love is when people start talking to each other, right? Um, yep. You know, sometimes it's funny, like today I, uh, you know, I put up a post and I, I actually, I had to do something else and I couldn't get to it right away. And like, I like to co- respond to comments, right? Like, you know, kind of right away once people start responding, but I, I couldn't. So what ended up happening is I go back and uh, people are kind of talking to each other. You know what I mean? So like, these are the kind of things that you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like maybe I shouldn't always go in right away. Like let people kind of simmer, talk to each other a little bit, and then I'll kind of jump in. And I thought that was super cool, like super interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I agree. You know, sometimes you see these Instagram accounts with like, you know, like, um, like so many followers with like three comments, you know, and you kind of know how engaged those people are, you know, um, yep. you know, it, I'm not selling any products right now, but if I were to, um, you know, I know that because of that sort of engagement, because of that sort of, you know, uh, brand equity, I guess you could say, um, people, you know, you, you, you get a much bigger conversion rate than you would with somebody with a ton more followers, but you know, people just don't care as much. Yeah. You have a very, um, active page. Like your page is, is the community on it is, is impressive. And, and like you said earlier, there's like, there's like a, you know, there's a trend of people that you see comment all the time. Yes. It's like, and I recognize those people also. And it's, I, I try to give them special attention because they're giving me special, you know, they're engaging yeah. all the time. And it's like, Oh, look, you know, 
Joe Fergara is back. Hey, hey what's right, up, right. dude? You know, and you, I see him all the time. That. Yeah. And then like, and, sure. and you know, you've never met him. Maybe they don't even have a picture of their face on Instagram, but like you recognize, <laughs> you recognize whatever their profile photo is. And it's like, yeah, oh yeah, exactly. that guy a hundred times. It's, it's fascinating, man. It's like a, it's like a pen pal, I guess, you know? I know. Right. I, it's, it's so funny to just say that. It's, it's kind of, you kind of, it's kind of, kind of true. Except in this case, you can talk to them like every day <laughs> instead of like yeah. waiting for the letter to get all the way there and then waiting for it to get back. <laughs> Sure. Did the you, human interface you, with social media. Did you ever have media. a pen pal? No. You never have like a legitimate pen pal where you had to like mail a letter? I, I've, I think in school once they made us do that. Like you have a pen pal somewhere in like some other state. I think okay. I had one when I was like in third grade. I didn't have a pen pal, but I did. My family supported um, a man named Armand Luput from uh, Cambodia. Okay. And uh, we would donate money to him and he would send us pictures of his family and oh, like, that's cool. write us a letter and tell us about like the things that they bought with the money that we gave them. And then like, oh, nice. that was like a, you know, like a try, like a, I don't know exact company, but like a UNICEF thing where it's like a, gotcha. do this, right. do this for X amount of time. Yep, and then yep. once that time was over, like we actually stayed in touch with him and we, um, after our, donation period was over or whatever. I don't know how it worked. I wasn't involved in the finances as a kid, right? but I remember all the way up until I graduated high school. Cause Armand and I were the same age that my mom and him stayed in touch the whole time. And like, oh, she'd wow. always send him money and he would be like, he'd send a photo of like, Hey, Miss Ruthie, uh, I just bought a new door for my house to keep the, animals out for my family oh my and, god like wow it was pretty so that i don't have a pen pal but i have that story that's cool how, how old were you when you got your first like picture back from him and then you kind of understood what was happening uh probably like seven or eight wow and yeah, do you, so we do you knew remember him. that yeah i remember um like do you remember i didn't really understand like, oh. right yeah i didn't really understand i didn't get it i was like why is he all like how come it's just dirt and they don't have shoes on you know yeah right right but exactly it, now I get it. Back but then I didn't were, get it. But at least you were exposed to it just a little bit. Yeah. Know? And it was cool. Like it was it right. was interesting kind of like because it was pretty routinely, like uh maybe once a month, twice a month, something like that. We'd hear oh, wow. from him. Um so wow. we like I like watched him and his family kind of grow up for like twelve or thirteen years, you know, just until we graduated high school and then he moved to like a different country. And he, cause he learned English with the money that we were giving him. And I don't know, it's a cool story. So that is cool. That, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> so I guess to get back on track a little bit, yeah, um, sure. it's fun to, it's fun to have little tangents, but uh, I, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about also like um, wh- what kind of challenges have you faced with doing this? Cause like I looking into a phone and making a video is not easy in the beginning. So it's like, what other, what other things have you learned from building this brand that have been difficult? Um, for me, the, bi- the, the biggest difficulty is time management. I have a full-time job. Um, and I got lucky where my projects weren't too ramped up during football season over the last two years. It just so happened that way. <laughs> so like I was able to really like go hard during football season. Um, and it's funny, as soon as football season ended in like in January, I got my first 
project in a, in a little bit. So, which is super, super funny. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the, really the biggest thing, time management. Um, and it's just the discipline of waking up, whether I stay late at night, you know, and kind of like get some stuff done until midnight, go to bed, or I go to bed early and wake up at like five, five thirty to kind of spit out an article or something like that, or, you know, create a post so I can post it later, that sort of thing. Um, just make sure that I'm, I'm diligent in my content process. Um, and like you said, just getting in front of the camera, um, that sort of thing. I don't know. Like I'm looking, thinking back now and I, I don't, I think I had, I got the idea one day, I think, and I just started doing it. And it's interesting though, because I'll be more nervous to talk to nobody in the beginning, right? Because it was just an account talking about fantasy football. Uh, nobody followed me, right? Like no, none of my friends, family knew, knew that I was doing this. It was just my wife. Um, I didn't tell anybody and I was just doing it. I, I would be more nervous to talk on my personal Instagram account <laughs> to the camera, right? Because I'm like talking to like all the people that I know, which is yeah. a little bit more nerve wracking. But in the beginning, since I wasn't really talking to anybody you know, with like zero followers or like three followers or whatever it is, it was, it was okay. You know, it wasn't too bad. Um, and I just knew that I, I, I just kind of knew I had the ability to, to break things down quickly in my head. Like, Oh, what does this piece of news mean? What are the implications for that? And I kind of broke it down pretty quickly. And I was like, you know what? I think I could talk about that on my Instagram story. So that it just, that's really how it came about. Um, now the discipline to actually do the story relatively soon after this, after the news breaks is, uh, something right because you're always in the middle of something like it's not like i'm just mm -hmm. sitting there waiting for some news to pop up uh but i just knew that I, I know that i have to do it and whether it i have to wait an hour or two i try to find that time because i, I know that that's the real value that i'm bringing that's kind of the differentiator that i'm creating for myself um so i just know that i have to be consistent with it and now that you told me like hey man like I'm waiting for your stuff. Now I'm even more, I'm going to be even more diligent. <laughs> now yeah, the pressure's on uh, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think um, now that I've been doing it for, I think I've been doing it for like a year now, I guess uh, the stories aspect of it. Um, I think now I'm a lot more comfortable. Uh, I've worked out some kinks. Um, I'm less nervous in front of the camera. And I think I, the feedback that I've gotten from most people is that they really appreciate it. And, they appreciate the rawness and the realness and the, and the timing of it and all that. So, um, you know, it, it came a little bit more naturally to me um, just because I, it was an idea that, that I knew that I, I could kind of try and it kind of went from there. So as far as difficulty, that part wasn't as difficult. Um, I'm trying to think about any other difficulties that I've had um, in the beginning, you know, it's always difficult, right? Because, uh, whenever you're doing, whenever you're trying anything new, it's like, what, what is your strategy? And I actually, I started strategizing in 2016 in November 22nd. I have a, I have Evernote. I use Evernote for all my notes Okay. Like in life, <laughs> uh, you know, work, upper hand, uh, personal, everything. So I, if I go into my upper hand notebook and I scroll all the way down, uh, I, started my first note was November 4th, 2016. 
So that means I was in the middle of a season, but I didn't put out content until the following September or I'm sorry, the following August is when I started putting out content. And in between that time, I have notes called brand name, logo, uh, Google AdWords, schedule, stats that I need to refer to. So it's it's like coming up with that strategy of what I'm going to do. Like now that I'm looking at it, it was a lot. Um, I have a tons of I have tons of notes until until August when I actually started. Um, so it, it's it was brewing in me for a little bit, and I was just trying to figure out where you know where to come up with uh, all of my content and how I was going distri- to distribute it. Um, and I'll be honest with you, if Instagram wasn't around and I didn't see that opportunity, I probably wouldn't have done anything. Wow. Yeah, because I think Instagram is a nice little anchor focal point where everybody, just everybody's on it right now. Um, and I just kind of saw that as the opportunity. Yeah, um, Instagram is extremely powerful. Yeah, but but now I know that, I mean, you know, after studying that and, you know, kind of putting out content on Facebook too and trying out Snapchat and stuff like that, I think there's always going to be something where everybody is going to be. Right. And it's just a matter of putting out content wherever, you know, what on whatever's relevant at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite part about Instagram is its algorithms are so strong and they're so well, they're so perfect that I, you, your feed is personalized for you. And it's like, it is, it changes as you know, you know, your hobbies or interests or, or, or people that you're interested in. You know, you, like you go through phases of like uh, you're really into, you know, Hulk Hogan or uh, you're really into Ronda Rousey or something. And it's like that if you are showing a lot of interest in that, those kinds of people on that type of content stays at the tops of your feed and like at the beginning of your story role. And it's like I know that during football season, I have like fantasy pros and you and like a few other people that are always in my feed and they're just constantly there. And it's like, as my interest evolve throughout the year and like different sports come and go, you know, football is over. Now I'm just a hundred percent invested in the fight game. It's like my Instagram feed is just MMA stuff. And <laughs> right, I, right, right. So it's like, it's, I love how it adapts. And I think that's one of the most unique things about Instagram is it's always watching and it's always paying attention to like, every single person that's on it and it's making it as optimized for that individual as possible. Yeah. It's simply not a matter of like, who do you follow and what were the most recent posts of that person? You know, it's not that simple anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's great. You know, it's funny. People are like, Oh man, like why am I seeing this stuff on my Facebook or my my Instagram? It's because, well, you probably engage with it. (laughs) You either like something that was related to it or you stayed on that picture for a really long time. And that's why you keep seeing stuff like that. So it's just a matter of what your behavior was when you were using that app. Um, it's a really little terrifying. See. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, um, but it's but also it, like, if I, if I have to, if, if I have to use it, then but yeah, I don't mind that it's optimized <laughs> for me. That's fine. But yeah, it's also like, exactly. They, they're paying such close attention, but, but actually nobody is, you know, like nobody's watching us. Like nobody, it's a computer. It's, it's an algorithm exactly. that's just it's all algorithms. pulling together data and studying the data and f- 
giving you what it thinks is what you want. And it's not like there's nobody sitting behind a computer like, oh, exactly. I think Zach no, really wants to behind, see this. Like, yeah, there's nobody behind like some glass, you know, some glass wall somewhere, you know, kind of, you know, thinking about like what they're going to do next to take over the world or anything like that. It's just, yeah. just a bunch of computers trying to create the best experience for their user. Um, and then eventually, you know, if, if, obviously their whole thing is advertisement. So they're going to throw ads in front of you too, based on what you're interested in, in as well. Um, and even, you know, if you're not going to watch TV anymore, you're going to see advertisements and those advertisements at least are somewhat pertinent to your life. You know, opposed to seeing like Tide commercials and, you know, all these random commercials that, you know, advertisers are just kind of taking a shot in the dark as far as who is going to see that commercial, right? They have no idea. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, compared Where to- Where you can optimize your ads now. It's like exactly. the algorithms are so powerful and so unique for each individual where you can put pump out an ad in Instagram ads or Facebook ads. Exactly. And it goes- to the people that need to see that it doesn't go, it's not wasted on, you know, your if you had a fantasy football ad, it's not wasted on Debbie in Tennessee who's never even watched a game. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and, and to, I've dabbled in that also. I've dabbled in, you know, creating ads and sponsoring posts and, and all that sort of thing. And I think it works really well, uh, especially on Facebook. Like if you have a Facebook page and you throw an ads out there to a targeted audience, that your page will grow in no time. Yep. Yeah, I've always been um, a little bit big-headed about that, where I'm like anti-using ads to grow because I feel like what I'm doing is good enough that it can grow on its own, and I'm stubborn yeah. about it. No, totally. I totally understand that. We're like, I don't need yeah. to pay for followers. I'll figure it out. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, there's one thing to pay for followers. Um who are just, it's just a basically like this blob of numbers that f- go into your follower account without any real, you know, uh, you know, interest or engagement. But you know, the, the good thing about the ads is that if I'm, I can target fantasy football, people who already like fantasy football pages. Uh, I can target people who like ESPN. I can talk target people who like Monday night football. I can target people who like, you know, whatever Sunday night football, whatever it is. Um, NFL, the New York Jets, uh, Seattle Seahawks. I could target those people, and then I could li- literally say in the message like, "Hey, like, if you want fancy football content, go ahead and like my page, <laughs> or like go check out my page, see if you like it. If you do, you know, go ahead. You know what I mean? Because those are the people who are just more likely to engage. Those are the mm-hmm. people who are actually interested, which really is all that matters. Your follower account." doesn't matter. It's really about how many people who are interested. Yeah. How many people are you helping? Like how many people care that are actually doing that stuff? Like it's like one of the more frustrating things about, because I study social media a lot and I try to understand because I'm fascinated with how people work and why they are. Like I want to know why people are the way they are. And part of that is understanding how social media works. And it's so frustrating when you stumble across a page that looks promising and then you get there and they've been on there in eight months and it's like, yeah, they don't respond to anything. And it's like, dang, there's a lot of potential here and it's just right. wasted. You, you just never know when it's going to happen for you, you know? And, and, and sometimes you stop and then, you know, tomorrow you could have got that DM from like somebody legit, you know, or somebody, 
could have commented on your post that would have led to something else. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. You just got to kind of just keep doing it if you got something. Yeah. And that's how I feel about it too, man. It's like, uh, I think networking and leaving your doors open is the, it, that's the fastest way to grow. Cause you, you're right. Like you have no idea the relationship that's going to start by just responding to somebody's question. A hundred percent. You DM me and I was like, hell yeah. I checked, I, I checked out your podcast real quick. I was like, dude, let's do it. And you know what, to be honest with you, like I wanted to meet you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not about like, I don't, I don't care about your numbers. Like I have no idea how many people listen to your podcast. And it's Nobody really about does. like, Hey, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I just like, I, I want to meet you, you know, you, you, you follow my content and like, I would, I just want to like, you don't know, you, you asked me and I'm honored. So like, that's really it. You know what I mean? And I want to meet you, have a conversation and like, there's no other, there's no more of an intimate way that we could kind of get together, right? Like the yeah. way that it, everything's set up right now, this is like, and, and the way you do your podcast too, which is great. It's just a organic conversation where, you know, we're just kind of talking, you know, uh, two, two regular dudes just talking with each other. And that's a great way to kind of, you know, like set up our relationship going forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, uh, yeah. it's great. And I'm sure yeah, I know. you've dealt with that with uh, with your other guests as well. Yeah, it's um, it's been eye opening the power of networking because I've always been like kind of like a, I can figure it out kind of a guy. Like I don't, I'll get it. Don't worry about me. But oh, now I'm like I'm just, now I'm, I'm realizing like how much power comes from allowing other people into your life that have doors that they can hold open for you. So it's right. like, like I know you and I have talked several times on the on your page and I've like, you ask a question and I'll shoot an opinion and then you respond or like, you'll, uh, you did a fantasy, uh, championship thing. Like send me your questions. I sent you my lineup and I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I was like, I just wanted to bounce it off of a friend. And that's how I feel like when I was messaging you about it. it And then you just hit back right away. Like, Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I won a championship and then you, I sent that to you and you're like, awesome, man. So glad I could help. And it's like, just, you know, kind of talking to your buddy. And then I remember I, I, I'll, probably near the end of the season, I was like, let's get together after everything calms down. Cause I can only imagine how chaotic and busy it is during the season. Yeah. During and the then season, I saw, bananas. yeah. And you know, if you have a, a day job and other stuff going on, like it's, hard to make time for stuff like this. So I, I've been anticipating this for a while and like hoping that we could figure something out. And I'm actually shocked how quickly it came together. So I, I appreciate you coming on, man. It's been, uh, it's been great so far. So. Oh, dude, of course, man. I, I'm, I'm, I, I love to do this, these type of things, you know, and for me, it, it's all, it's just the beginning, right? Like it, it's always the beginning of something, right? The beginning of this relationship, beginning of, you know, us being on other people's podcasts. Have you been on anybody else's podcast before? Yeah, a few. Um, yeah, so it's the same, similar thing, right? Like you have people on, you're on other people's stuff. Like, and like you said, it's all about meeting people. And yeah, like I, I always felt like networking was such a strong term, right? Uh, but it, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Like it's it is networking. But at the end of the day, you're just meeting people, having conversations with them, and then 
you know, maybe we can help each other out. Everyone can help each other out at some point. Yeah. And, and, just and through passion. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, if you're passionate about something, uh, you know, things kind of happen for a reason. And you, you seem like a, you're very passionate about fantasy football and what you believe in and, and the message you're trying to deliver. And, and you have a, a structured idea on what you're trying to deliver to your community and you built a community and it's awesome getting to watch it grow and see how you interact and how, and, and how you're doing things. And, and I want to know a little bit more, like how, how far do you want this to go? Like, what, do you have a goal in mind, like in a year or three years or five years? Like, what do you want to see? So the way I look at it is I want to build a brand so I can eventually make this a fantasy football media company. Um, mo- I think most, uh, the way that most uh, fantasy, I guess you could say analysts, like I'm not trying to be an, a fantasy football analyst. I'm trying to put out content. I'm trying to be a media company. Now, part of that media company is me, <laughs> you know, with my face on Instagram, but I'm just using myself as an analyst, right? So I'm just one entity of the bigger picture, if that makes sense. Um, yep. I, I'm just using myself as, I guess, a personality, you could say, um, okay, for the media company. So you could say, like, I, I, I'm trying to, I, I want to be uh, a media company on all types of different platforms that kind of spit out fantasy football content in different ways. Now, obviously, it's just me right now. Uh, but you know, I did put a call out on my story at the end of the season, trying to see if people are interested in helping. So, you know, there's that avenue, uh, of it growing into something. Uh, I'm figuring out whether I should maybe just hire one person. Uh, you know, obviously if I hire people from the community, it would be, you know, there would be an unpaid intern, you know, and I'm always thinking like, damn, like, do I really want to not pay somebody? Uh, even though they're totally willing to help, they want to help. But will I always feel like I am taking advantage? Will I feel like I'm giving them what they're giving to me? Um, I always feel that way. So I'm like, oh, maybe I should just hire somebody and like actually pay them, hire one person, and they can kind of help me out. So, you know, those are the kind of the thoughts that I'm going through right now. This offseason, that's kind of one of the main things I'm thinking about uh, because I need to scale, right? I need to grow a little bit. Um, now, as far as answering comments, DMs, that sort of thing, I just, I feel like I can never outsource that. You know, that I feel like that has to be me all the time. So I, I got to figure that out. Obviously, that's, you know, not sustainable as if the following gets bigger. Uh, but, you know, it's something I, I need to figure out. But the, the long term is like, I, I want to be a media company. Um, you know, I think, and what I was getting at earlier before I started rambling was, I think most fantasy football companies or analysts or whatever, they, they kind of uh, charge, you know, I guess a subscription to their website or their service or whatever the case may be. Um, and, and and they're monetizing their audience, which I think is, is fine. Like it's, a, you know, obviously great strategy. You build an audience and you, you have proven results and people are willing to pay for it. Um, I think that that's great. Uh, I'm trying to go about it a different way. Now I'm not going to lie and say, Hey, like, I'm never going to do that, but I can say that I really don't want to do that. I I don't want to go that path. What I want to do is look at what 
House of Highlights is doing or Bleacher Report is doing or Barstool is doing, right? They're not really monetizing the audience. That's not how they make their money. They make their money on ads. They make their money on on uh, other companies paying them for, for content or, you know, sponsored content, that sort of thing. And I think that's the kind of route that I want to go in. I want to build as much attention as possible, um, not monetize at all until it, it gets to a point where I'm ready. And I think sponsors are willing to come on board so that I could monetize. I could put that money back into the business, scale it, um, and kind of grow that way. And I, that's kind of the, the model that I'm, I'm dreaming towards. But I still got a ways to go before I do that. Now, I'm thinking maybe I can get a sponsor this season or two, you know, and whatever money I make, obviously, it's not going to go into my pocket. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to wood right now. Um, I have a good job and I don't necessarily need the money right now. All the money that I would make from upper hand would kind of go back into the business, you could say, and just for it to kind of grow. So that's, that's kind of where my, I'm kind of, I just did a giant brain dump on you <laughs> for like what's kind of going on in my head right now. Uh, but no, that's kind it. of the process. I like hearing about it. Yeah. It's, um, I, I think uh, our paths are similar. Like um, I don't really have any sponsors. I don't have any uh, ads. It's not something that I'm opposed to. It's just not something I'm actively pursuing, but anything that comes into the show, it goes right back into the show. It's like, I'm any money that I get because there I have donation links on the website because people have asked for it where they're like, Hey, how can I help support the show? And it's like, well, if you want to help, um, I'm not going to, I don't hate money. So you can, if you want to donate, here's a link. And then I just, everything goes right back into it. You know, new audio equipment, new, uh, studio improvements, whatever. Cause I have a studio in the garage and, uh, it's just a room I built that's insulated and soundproof. And I have all my equipment in here and, um, the guests most, most of the time I have, I have guests in the studio and they come in, oh, here. Nice. we sit down together and talk, but I like to do these remote, get these remote guests. Cause you know, I can't have everybody in my studio on my schedule. So it's like, I got to adapt a little bit and you know, it's a six 30 on a Wednesday here and it's I don't <laughs> right. know, whatever it is for you, but that's like, it works for both of us and that, and sometimes that's necessary. So I like your ideas of, of uh, scale on the business and being a media company and kind of a lot of the things that I've seen other media companies do is to make money is they do content creation for other people. And, and it's not like, it's not known, you know, like Barstool Sports does content creation for like a hundred different people, but you would never know that because they are paid for that. And then it's like Barstool Sports is its own entity. So is that kind of like what you're gearing towards is like, you want to help create media for other people? Yeah, you know, and and that's a possibility. And I think um, my expertise in it would have to just be greater, right? So I can kind of have something to really show for it. You you know what I mean? So I, I want to get to a point where like, hey, look what I did here. With upper hand, um, I could do something similar for you, or can kind of set you on the path in that direction um, as a service, um, and and that's something that you know the 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 company you could say can do. Um, obviously, uh, it wouldn't have much to do with the brand itself, but the company can do it just because uh, you know the expertise is kind of there, right? Um, yeah. And, and and yeah, no, one hundred percent. I think that's something that's a possibility, just so I can create some sort of you know revenue stream. Right. And that's one option. Uh, yeah. and, and I think, I think that's smart just because, you know, it, it, 
if you grow something um, to a point where, you know, you have an audience that's engaged, you've done something. And I think it's some sort of, it's a skill at the end of the day. And you put so much time into it that it's not commoditized at that point. And that, at that point, it's something that you can kind of leverage um, and use to your advantage to kind of use as a service to help other small businesses or uh, other startups. Yeah, I dig it, man. Uh, I think you're on the right track and I really like what you're doing. It's pretty cool, man. So like, did, did you expect it to get to this level this quickly or were you just kind of, you didn't really know what to expect or did you have, did you have any kind of strategy? Um, you know, it's funny, man. When you say, uh, do I expect it to get to this level quickly? I don't even consider it being like, I honestly don't consider it being at a huge level. And, and maybe that's because I just feel like I'm not anywhere yet. You know, I'm kind of just beginning. Like, that's really how I feel. I feel like I'm just, I'm just getting started. Um, oh, I too. honestly, yeah, you know, it, it's just how I feel, you know, um, you know, when like the way that you talk about me or my, and my content, I'm just like, damn, like, that's crazy that you're talking, you know, in the same breath as all these other things. And I'm just like, that's super, super cool. Um, but you know, I, I just feel like I'm getting started, man. Honestly. Um, I, I didn't think would I have expected like whatever amount of people to be in, disengaged. And I did think about it today, man. I really did. I put out, a, I put out a post just asking a question. Right. And, um, I wouldn't have done that if I didn't know that people were going to answer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there are people there who are ready to engage with you. And as soon as I hit that post and I saw people responding, I'm just like, damn, like that's cool. That's that's I'm so lucky to have people's attention, you know, and I'm so lucky to like have people want to engage. These are real people behind these Instagram accounts and they, 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 they want some sort of engagement. You know, they're reaching out. And they want to talk, which is which is super cool. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, as far as strategy goes, um, you know, it's been something that is ever evolving. You know, um, for me, it's always been about just put it out. You got an idea, just put it out, see what happens. Um, you know, see 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 how it reacts. You know, like I've never really like looked at like, oh, this post has more likes than that. I'm going to do more of that. I never really did that. Um, but I will look at the type of comments that people leave. Um, you know, w I always listen to people in DMS and kind of get their feedback. Um, you know, kind of listen, just listen to my audience and see, you know, where it takes me and I just try stuff. That's kind of where the strategy gets built off of, you know, just kind of every day, you know, kind of like just trying to do things fast and learn from it. Yeah, I dig it, man. It's, uh, it's impressive. And it's something that I feel like maybe you feel the same way about this, but it's like I've had professional fighters in here in my studio sitting across from me. And at the moment, I was like super nervous. Like I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like there's a professional fighter three feet in front of me and I'm so nervous. And then I find out that person's nervous to meet me. And that's like, who am I? Like, why do I matter to this person? But that, it's that's like, funny. you've taken on this, um, this role you don't even realize. And it's like, I, I don't know. I, I might sound like a douchebag right now, but it's like, I'm nervous to meet my guests and my guests are nervous to meet me because of who I've like, who I've started to become. And it's like, that's, that's a really hard thing for me to 
get used to is like, oh, these are like, they don't, they look at me differently than they, than I look at them. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm nervous yeah. to meet them. They're nervous to meet me, but we are, we, our perception of each other is different. It's like, they think I'm like this special dude or and I'm not, I'm just like a, I'm just a guy, you know, I'm not, I don't yeah. matter. I'm just trying to figure it out as I go. And I, and I have a passion and I want to talk to people and, and I enjoy it. And then they're nervous to meet me and I'm nervous to meet them. And it's funny. Cause it's like, like, like you're saying about it, it's like, you, you didn't realize maybe, um, I don't the accolade that you have, like you, that there's, there's a perception that you're, you're a resource. You're some, there's, you're, if I'm, if I'm saying it to you, there's a hundred other people that think the same thing. Like, oh, this news broke. Let me go check out upper hand. And like, maybe that wasn't something that you were aware of, but like, that's who you are now. And it's always an interesting thing to wrap your head around is like, oh, I'm becoming important to other people. And that's, it's always weird, you know? It is. It is. And, and it goes the other way too. Like, like what you were saying about you're nervous, you know, sometimes it's like when you actually interact with somebody who's a little bit more known than you um, and you kind of interact with them. I don't know. For me, it's just like, it's, it was, it's, it's cool in that moment. And then the next moment I'm just talking to somebody else, you know, who might not be as known, but like, that's kind of goes out the window. Like, you know, uh, some random, like on my, on my post yesterday, Brendan Haywood, who's like, you know, a retired NBA player who like I've watched, you know, he's just like a role player. Right. But I've watched him for years in the NBA and I knew exactly who he was. And he's pretty like, you know, he engages on Instagram on, on, you know, on different posts and stuff like that on, you know, random posts on Instagram. And like, he just, he, he follows me and then he posts on random stuff and asks me questions. And I'm just like, that's weird. <laughs> you know, <it> <laughs> like, like that's super weird. Like you're asking, you're talking to me, you know, and then I, I would like respond and whatever, and he won't respond. And I'll just like move on, you know, and like move to the next person's talking to them. And then it's just like, it completely, I just completely forget about it, you know? And I think, I think that's, that's key, right? Because you can never think you're too big. You, you never want to think you're too small either. You just want to like keep doing what kind of, got him there in the first place. Sure. Right. Um, yeah. I'm just and, a guy with a, with an idea and, and then that's it. And I'm, I'm not different than anybody else. I'm just, this is what I'm doing. And that's yeah. what it is. So, so what about you? Like, how did you, like, when did you start your podcast and, and what kind of made you do it? I started it last June. Okay. And uh, I just didn't want to be a normal human anymore. Like I just, right. I, I'm working, I was working a day job and that was it. And it was like, I didn't really have any goals. I didn't have any, you know, drive. I was just con content with where I was. And then I realized that that's not the way that humans should work. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. And I decided to do something about it. And I just thought like, well, what can I do? What am I passionate about? And it was like, oh, I've been in a terrible place before. I've had, you know, I don't want to going a big rant here before or anything, but like I used to live in a storage unit and I had nothing. And then now like I was homeless and now I have all of this. And it's like, I know when I say all of this, I mean like a beautiful family, a house, a car, you know, the podcast, I have a good job. And like, I've built a, I've changed my stars. And that was something that I don't, as long as I'm alive, anybody that's in my inner circle, I will do everything I can to make sure that they don't get to that spot. So what can I do 
to change everybody else's life. And it was like, I can talk to them. And it was like, okay, I'll start a podcast. And then I started the show and I just want to talk to people about things that they've done to improve their life or help them escape, you know, like you said earlier, a nine to five or, you know, maybe they're doing, maybe they're an athlete and the, being a professional athlete requires a lot of discipline and a lot, it requires a lot of stuff that most people aren't willing to do. And what I decided was I didn't want to be one of the normal people anymore. I wanted to do a ton of different things that most people aren't willing to do so that I could end up eventually doing anything that I want to do. So the podcast is like the goal of it is just to open all these doors and meet all these people and learn about humans and, and, and try to learn from all of my guests. Like, you know, I learn a lot from you just in this conversation over the last hour about things that you've done that I can, that I can learn from. I've been taking notes and I'm going to listen to this show again. And then <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to learn strategies and I'm going to, you know, every time I talk to somebody, I grow, I feel like I level up a little bit and it's, um, I don't know. I maybe I lost uh, my, my train of thought a little bit, but no, I'll, no, I'll, I, I totally get that, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very similar in that way where I'm learning. I just love to learn from successful people. You know, um, I don't even, I hardly listen to music in the car, uh, anymore. Or like even sometimes when I'm working, when I'm working, it's a little bit more tough. You know, I need something more passive. Uh, but like, I'm just like constantly listening to podcasts and just, I, I need information from successful people. Like if I hear like the rock or like, you know, like any successful persons on any podcast, like I'm listening to it, you know, and there's certain podcasts who like, for example, the Tim Ferriss show, like, you know, he has successful people on it constantly so that you're kind of learning from all of these people in, you know, and it doesn't have to be in the same field. It could be in anything. It, it applies, right? Like, yeah, I, I love Tim Ferriss' show. He talks to like for, to, to Ken Block, um, all the way to like Terry Crews, and then like a um, software engineer. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> exactly. And I, that's what I like is I just like learning from all different kinds of people and people that are doing something that it, I think is awesome. And I think what you're doing is awesome. And I wanted to talk to you about it. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I really do. So, you know, um, we're about an hour in and, uh, I feel like we could keep talking. We've got, you know, we've had an awesome conversation and got a good connection, but I think we're gonna have to wrap this up a little bit. So sounds good, man. Hey, I would love to be on again. So yeah. I, I, you know, this was like our first hour talking to each other ever. So, you know, I think now that we kind of got a lot of stuff out of the way, I think we can have a even deeper conversation next time. Yeah, I agree. I'd love to have you back and uh, let's stay in touch. And uh, if there's anything I can do to help you in the future, or if you ever want to bounce ideas off of me or talk to me about anything, I'm always open ears. And uh, if, if if anybody is looking for some fantasy football advice or just some, just looking at some good sports content, upper hand fantasy. And I think that's available on like everything you have, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think on Twitter, it's like upper hand FFB. But if you search for it, you'll find it. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, For us, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, Zach. Thanks for having me. Cool. All right. Thank you for listening. Excellent episode. Amazing conversation. Really cool guy. I'm sure you guys could see as the episode went on, things got better and better. And there's, you know, we're working on some stuff. 
post recording that. And I think it, uh, it's important to network and communicate with people and just reach out and you never know what's going to happen. You never know what kind of doors are going to open. You never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to talk to, what kind of opportunities are going to arise. So just get out there, do it, take some action. You know, you guys are in control of your life. I'm in control of my life and I am doing everything I can to make it the best possible. Uh, make it build a life. I don't need a vacation from. So guys, thank you for listening. Please share the show. If you enjoyed it, check out upper hand fantasy, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those places, rosencast.com. All right. Until next week, guys, thank you so much. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for sharing the show. I will talk to you next week.